Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. And yes, last night, the White Sox went out with a bang, and you had the, the, the Field of Dreams game last night, a 9-8 finish that provided, I guess, the perfect ending to what was – for baseball, it was a nice script. A perfect night. It was a nice script for baseball. The weather was great. You had the sky. You, uh, Kevin Costner just there greeting the players coming in. The cornfields all behind I the outfield wall. S- I still want to know where they, they're sleeping at. Like, where's the hotels? That's just what I well, want to know. That's got to be something, right? Of like, course. In that type of, like, I don't know. I, obviously, geographically, I've never been. I have no idea where it's at. But, like, is it near a downtown? Like, what's there? Dyersville. Like what's in Dyersville? Like is it close to? Um, Don't where's know. I? Where's uh, Iowa Hawkeyes? Where, what, what city is that? Ain't no, not Ames, Iowa. Where? Where's Iowa? The I don't university? know. I'm, draw, I'm completely drawn. Iowa City. Right now. Is it close to Iowa City? Is, is it, it like Iowa City? I, I guess. I mean, because uh, I, I was sitting there saying to myself after playing that no, game, I, it's one of the five states I've never been to. Iowa. Late at night, and they got to get on the bus and then go to where to sleep. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to Chicago now because they start a series yeah, it's tonight a series, right? in so Chicago. So the first game of the four-game set was in. Uh, the closest city appears to be Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah, okay, that Dubuque, that sounds like a yeah. – So they just came in for the game in from yeah. Chicago. Um, it's, it's not far from Iowa City, yeah. and uh, it's near Cedar Rapids as well. Okay, so I've heard of Cedar Rapids. No, too. I've heard of Cedar Rapids, but it's, it, it was cool. Yeah, I really, G League team in Cedar Rapids, I think, or something like that. Probably, right? but I really – enjoyed the little bit that I watched uh, I, I think I was more not necessarily the game itself but the environment yeah you were and, there for the imagery yeah I like yeah. that it was it just felt it felt right to me it felt like I would do that if you said to me hey next year hey bucket this kind of thing for a Do- fan yeah the Dodgers are playing and they're playing the Yankees let's do it you know there was I'll a, do um, it on ESPN too we can take our show just, a just, Yankees fan oh. was was uh, actually there, right? There were a lot of Yankee fans yeah, there, a lot of, of White Sox Yan- fans there, but Yankees a lot of Yankee fans well. were there. And there was one fan who was there who made sure that they did, you know, the bleacher creatures at Yankee Stadium. They do a, they they do their roll call right at the start of the game. Obviously, uh-huh. you don't uh-huh. know this, so they they will first inning when the team's out for defense, they will roll call every player on the field, and they won't stop saying chanting the name until the player turns, turns around, around and, and waves. The, yeah. And they did it there. The fans started it, and they got everybody going, and it was great. So you had that, that element of it, too. A but great... it also was a good game. It also was a good game. Walk Evan seems home. to have more Iowa geography. Do you, want, do. do you want to do more Iowa geography? So uh, you asked about Ames, Iowa, Dyersville, Iowa, two and a half hours from Ames, mm-hmm. uh, all, all closer to three hours from Des Moines. And uh, it's only an hour 20 from Iowa City, which, yes, that is where the Iowa Hawkeyes are. That's where. So they, are. they probably stayed in Iowa City, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I, why is that relevant? Because I because I want to know. It, you want to know where you're staying? That too. When, when you build I go. a stadium like that, you don't build it for one minutes game. From Dubuque, I'm guessing they stayed Dubuque in Dubuque. Is definitely Iowa. what? Yeah, that's probably where they went. But when you build a stadium like that, yes, which was it's again cool the way they it's did an it. Attraction. It's amazing. It's only seventy eight hundred people that it fits. But I guess they also didn't want to take away by putting anything in the outfield. You want to take away from that no. view. Which I give them credit for that. I was having fun yesterday with it because I, I wanted the outfield to literally be a cornfield. Now I know it's behind the outfield yeah, wall, yeah. but you know, still it would have been it would have been funny just to watch a player dive into the cornfield like that would have kind of somebody funny. as they routine fly ball yeah. on the wall, reaching for the wall, they're reaching for the wall, and they're, <laughs> yeah, 
uh, right. go through. Right, have, have Aaron Judge disappear and never come back. Stuff like that would be really funny. But all in all, though, for baseball, this couldn't have gone better. No, it the went weather great. weather was great. great. The energy, I watched the game it, ended. so that tell you it must be good because I'm not sitting down watching you the White Sox and the Dodgers, Yankees. Right, you're a Dodgers fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Dodger. I'm only going to watch yeah. the Dodgers. I watched the Yankees. I watched yeah, they're pretty much Boston for the most part. I hate Houston, but I'm really diving into the Dodgers. Right. I'm and really I, diving And I'll in. tell you right now, this will be an annual thing. It absolutely will be like the Winter Classic is for the NHL, and it should be. And then each year, maybe it's once or twice, but at least once a year, and then you have your specialty matchups, the Dod- your, your big market teams. So yeah. the Dodgers will go one year for sure. The, you know, the Red Sox will be there. The you know, Yankees, obviously, there. St. Louis Cardinals, they travel well. Like, they'll, they'll be there. The Cubs. Like, you'll get those type of traditional Maybe franchises Maybe like the to go. Giants. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You'll get that kind of stuff, and it'll become an annual thing, and Ooh, that's the best they, part. I wonder if Houston ever played there because they cheat. How do they cheat? How well, would they cheat? They would wire the corn before they <laughs> put a way, camera somehow. through the corn <laughs> somehow. <laughs> the, whis- the whisper voice from the movie, if you build it, they will come, right? Like, like maybe they'll have a whisper of what the pitch is. Who knows? But still, the ending was the best part. If this game was boring, it wouldn't have felt the same. But the fact that you had the highlights you did, ninth inning drama, the home runs, the walk-off, all that stuff, that's what made it. The whole thing, the whole package, great for baseball. And Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, despite the loss, he says it's awesome. That's probably the greatest setting for a baseball game that I've, I've ever been a part of. It was, it was awesome. The greatest setting he's ever been part of for baseball. So that's what you've got right now. now I wonder, now, I, I, I'm sure you could hear, like, because it was only 7,800 people, yeah. I'm sure you could, like, really hear – the 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 uh, ball leave the pitcher's hand and snap into the the mitt Pop of the, the catcher. Mitt, yeah. The 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 you know you could hear it in large stadiums as well, but that it's crickets, right? You can hear an ant crawling around there. But if, you're in, t- if you're in Tampa, you can hear the mitt popping and all that stuff. But here, uh, amidst some of the buzz of the crowd, and then of course the fact that you're out in the field, but on the field in the broadcast you can hear you can hear the the players yelling stuff like as you would if you were just sitting watching a game again the the smaller crowd made it feel more intimate that part was good i mean they built the stadium but they didn't overbuild it yeah. they didn't create well we, we got to get 20,000 people no no let's make it an intimate crowd let's make it feel like it's something special those tickets are going to be if they're going to do this every year it's going to go up and up and up because it's going to be exclusive just to get there to see it. From Iowa, let's get a call. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We have Dalton to tell us more. Dalton, how are you doing? Yeah, Han, I'm, I'm sorry for you, man. You need to experience I do. a night game at Kinnick Stadium. You said that's one of the five places you haven't One of the been. five so states I have not been able to visit yet. No, it's true, Iowa. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like a night game at Kinnick Stadium. Doesn't matter who we're playing. I'm getting goosebumps right now. You got to do it. So how how and how big is that stadium? How many people are you getting in there? With the renovations, I think it's like sixty-eight or seventy thousand, oh, wow. maybe. Okay. Where? But uh, where Iowa plays football. Oh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, college football, it doesn't matter where you go. College football, it's like, it just sounds different, right? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I want to watch Iowa play. Well, I've you, watched them play. If you like offensive line play, yeah, I, you I, like I, Iowa. I've watched them play in person a couple times. <laughs> Thank you, Dalton. Man. 
Man, well, no, no, good. but I'm saying if you like if you like good line like line of scrimmage, like you like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but that's I'm what not going. To, I'm not going to Iowa to watch. I, I'm, first of all, I'm not going to Iowa to watch Big Ten football at all. Wow, that's some boring stuff. It is so. I'm sorry. Why do you, sorry. Gotta, why do you have to go? It's boring. There? Is it? Yes. Well, seventy thousand people don't think so. They think I mean, it's I great. get it. I understand. It's just I'm a West At Coast night, in air the it fall, all out, crisp. You know, I want to. I want to air it out. I don't need. Yeah, you like that. I don't need right. run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt, <laughs> run, run, play action pass, touchdown. You know, I just. It's like no, I'm not looking for that. Now they've talked about as I've mentioned, NHL has this Winter Classic. It's really cool. Yeah. That kind of special setting. But I don't know, if, and in baseball you could do it this way. I don't know if you can do it. Like NFL, is there something you could? I mean, Lambeau Field is basically your field of dreams in football, right? Like Lambeau is a place that is special at certain times that you just, that's an old building that I has guess. maintained it. NBA doesn't have that. NBA, you can't play. You can't play. They NBA already tried game the Rucker NBA Park. on the. Uh, they tried the NBA on the the, the, the uh, aircraft. Yeah, 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 it, was it not didn't work idea. so well. Anybody, that, that, that wasn't NBA. Uh, you though. do realize that the WNBA played it at, at Marine Lair that'll once. be coming. <laughs> was it college basketball? Yeah, it was college. Yeah, but but like I said, like I don't know if any other you can do this with another sport. The NFL, it's Lambeau Field. That's your historic place. I mean, I guess you could do it. Right, you could you could do it in in some town, create the field, and back in create? the day, back in the day, they used to use the cars to light up the field. So maybe you could do it that way. Would you put? Would you have H's instead of the uh, the regular uprights? Yeah, like could, make it look I, I old? Yes, you can do it. I, it just sounds silly. You, at that the point. stands are small. I mean, Real grass. Yale Bowl kind of thing, yeah, like, like old Yale, school Yale yeah. Bowl, like do Pull something up the like cars that. For the, I, the NBA, you couldn't do it. Like, like the thought would be, you'd want the NBA to play a game at Rucker Park. That's outdoors. But out, not only is it outdoors, it's on it's on basketball. Like for players, I mean, you'd have guys like uh, load manage that game, right? Like, like I don't know if you could do it. So it's special just for certain sports, but I don't know if you can do it in every sport. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's get back into. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I always have to pause for the music on a Friday. You be ready to jump right in, man. Well, you gotta just trying to keep the. You gotta slow it down. I don't know if they can hear the music on the radio, on the TV though. That's the problem. But me too. Yes. You good now? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, you're ready. You're vibing for sure. Let's bring in Matt Castle right now on the Goodyear Hotline, former Patriots quarterback, of course, Pro Bowler in 2010. As we're going back into the NFL and the conversation about the preseason, what we saw last night at Foxborough. Matt, good morning. Hey, a lot of anticipation, excitement, a buzz, I even say, uh, at Foxborough, Patriot Place last night. The minute Mac Jones got into the game, before he even did anything, as he went on the field, there was this buzz. So for you, what was your takeaway from what you saw last night? You know what? It was a it was a good performance by him. Obviously, it's his first time stepping in front of the crowd of a Patriots stadium. And the one thing I know about the Patriots fans is you got to earn their respect. But you know what? He passed the eye test yesterday. I mean, he had great command of the offense. He had good poise, timing, accuracy, all the things that you want to look for in a quarterback, especially a young quarterback coming out making his first performance. And sometimes, you know, especially even in preseason, there, there's that there's those nerves, there's everything that goes on. But he did a tremendous job last night and. Even some of the throws that he was making down down the field, the one to Christian Wilkerson that he dropped in the bucket, he dropped a dime, and unfortunately he couldn't bring it in. But, I mean, those are the type of things it's going to take for him to continue to improve and put himself on the map or on the radar 
to to fight for the starting position. Matt, when when do you think the time is right for him to become the New England Patriots starter? Right. What what I really do think is going to happen is I believe Cam Newton's going to start this year. There's no doubt about that in my mind. And what they're going to do is as long as he's performing and they're winning games and they don't have that major slump or lull in the middle of the season like they did last year, then Cam will remain the starter and they'll continue to get him opportunities when they can, whether it's in a game where, you know, I used to go in the game when I was a rookie when we were getting blown out in the game and run the two-minute drill at the end of the game, or if we had a big lead, I'd get an opportunity there. But the fact of the matter is, at, at any given point in the season, if Cam is struggling, this team is struggling, they're, they're not in rhythm, they, I don't think that they'll hesitate to go to Mac Jones and see if they can give him give that offense an advantage and be better. Do you think this New England Patriot football team is better now than they were a year ago? Oh, 100%. I mean, look at what they did at the wide receiver position, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, John New Smith, Hunter Henry. The offensive line's always been a stable part of this team, and now you've got weapons around you. If you look at last year, even Jacoby Myers, you saw him show up last night. He had some really good catches in that game, but he's continued to develop. So now you put some weapons in this offense, and you with the personnel packages that you can create with those two tight ends, with Henry and John New Smith, now you can mess with that defense, and as you well know, it's a matchup game. And so if you can keep them in big personnel and all of a sudden spread them out, get into those matchups, those favorable matchups that you want on those linebackers, move, move those wide receivers around, it's going to be a much better offensive unit than what it was last year. You know, Matt, I know you played for Bill Belichick, so you certainly know him well. We, with other quarterback situations, maybe in other markets, we'll use Chicago as an example, there is, there's obvious pressure on some people to have a young quarterback play sooner rather than later because it buys them more time. We know Bill Belichick certainly doesn't have to deal with any of that. This morning he met with the media talking more about what he saw in last night and what everybody now is perceiving as a quarterback battle. I want you to, to listen to what he says here. And then again, from your experience and knowing him, tell me what you think he's saying. Take a listen. I mean, I think really it's pretty much the same for everybody. Um, you know, some good things, some things we need to just in general we need to you know play faster and react faster. That's that's every position across the board. You know, practice is practice, but things happen at game speed, and and uh, that's that's something that that I would say everyone needs to improve on. Um, certainly the quarterback position, but every other position too. Uh, it's just. You know, we haven't had the, the live game exposure uh, until last night, and so it's a good opportunity for us to um, recognize how fast things are going to happen. So, so, Matt, as we're joined by Mike Castle, so, Matt, I don't know how Bill sounds when he's gushing, but I also know he's, he's not necessarily answering the question about the competition between the two players. So what are you hearing there from him? I mean, let's be honest. Bill's never going to answer it directly in terms of, you know, he's going to muddy the water. He's going to say we all have to improve as a unit. I'll never forget, you know, my, my rookie year. I go out in my first preseason game. I played against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I thought I had a great day. Well, at the end of the game, it was my first on-the-field interview. I'm explaining what, what the first touchdown pass was. And so the next day I get a call into his office. I walk into his office, and I'm thinking, man, he's going to tell me I'm doing pretty well, I think. This might be my moment. And I walk in, and he said, Castle, 
just shut the you-know-what up. <laughs> what are you doing telling the media about our plays? They don't understand that. They don't understand why you check to a certain thing. Just shut up and do your job. You need to, to improve. And I was like, man, he just crushed my, my hopes and dreams. But that's his approach with everybody. He's going to keep them accountable, keep them working. And with, those, with that quarterback position right now, like he's not going to give him an inch. He's not going to be like, "Hey, Mac, you had a really good job." He's going to say, "Look, we got to get back to work, and you got to earn earn your spot on this team." And that's just his approach, and that's always how it's been. He's going to help to keep you accountable, and then also help you recognize your where you where your weaknesses are and where your strengths are, and how you can get better. How how good could the Patriots be? Can they can they this year challenge the Buffalo Bills for the conference or the division? Better yet. You know what? They also got better on the defensive side of the ball, too. You know, I, I talk mainly about the offensive side of the ball, but when you look at um, Matt Judon that they brought and they brought back Van Noy, you know, Hightower came back. The secondary, the secondary's been good throughout. So I, it, it will come down key to, honestly, the quarterback position play and how they play at that position. Because, look, they're going to be able to run the football. We saw that last year and they can be dominant in the run game. But if they can get a passing game to complement the run game and then be better from a run defensive standpoint, this team has an opportunity to beat anybody in this league. You mentioned, Matt, the additions that they made, the money that they spent in free agency this offseason to add more skill to this team. So they are a much improved roster on paper. But, of course, health is always going to be a concern when you add so many new faces. And one of those guys is Hunter Henry. They wanted to go too tight end. They couldn't show it last night. But that's obviously what they want to do. John o. Smith did play. Had a really nice catch across the middle early on in the game. But Hunter Henry now being hurt, how concerned are you about him and uh, maybe missing some time? You know what, you're always concerned about guys like that missing some time, but from what I understand, it's not too serious. And it, let's be honest, when we go into the, any, any player or any personnel person has to look at their depth charts this year, particularly with a 17-game season, and say we've got to make sure that we have depth, particularly if you're going to major in certain personnel groups. If you want to be a 12-personnel group, then you're going to have to go out and make sure that you have depth at that tight end position. Because, of course, you want all your superstars and the guys that you paid a lot of money to come in and be there and be healthy, but that's not realistic. That's not the league. And so you have to have depth in this league, particularly now as we go into these uncharted waters of the 17-game season, because you can lose a guy in week one, but he could be back by week 10 in the end of the season. You still have seven games to go, which is kind of crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. Matt, who should we be paying attention to or even talking about that we're not, that we're, like, sleeping on as far as – a player. Yeah. For, for the New England, New England Patriots? For New England. Yeah, you know what? Um, it, uh, that's a tough one for me because, I mean, uh, you look at the, the tight end position. I mean, the offensive line's pretty sure, sh- short up. But, you, you know, when, the one that popped to me last night was um, Christian Wilkerson and, and that speed that he had. I mean, he went out and he had six catches, and he's a guy that's a bubble guy in the competition between – Nikhil Harry and him for that spot because again you hear a lot of the rumors about Nikhil Harry and he he hasn't he's been underperforming since he got there he's a first round pick they're still waiting for him to step up and then he asked for a trade and you know that usually doesn't go over real well I'm sure with Bill Belichick especially when you go to the media with certain with with, with your problems however you know I would be interested to see if this Wilkerson can become a guy that can knock the top off coverages and be a deep threat. Um, if they if they decide to go else 
elsewhere other than uh, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, and then, you know Wilkinson almost had that one too. Would have given Mac Jones a highlight for sure if he gets his hands on that one uh, into the end zone. Matt, great stuff from you. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you. Absolutely, guys. Have a great one. See you, uh, Keith. All right, but fight right. on. Matt Castle, Patriots quarterback, former Patriots quarterback. Former USC Trojan. Yeah. I heard you with the fight on at yeah, the end there. That's you always right. make sure to get that in. But I found I found that. <laughs> Hater. I, I found that, I, though, what he's saying, though, about uh, Nikhil Harry, as word is he's actually played really well so far in training camp, like looks a lot better. But do you think, you know Bill well, like do you think that demanding a trade thing, going a little public with the media about not being happy is going to affect him eventually when it comes time for decision-making on the roster? I, I think they're going to move him. Yeah. I think they'll move him. So he just doesn't fit. Well, there's a, I mean, they went out and got talent because clearly he wasn't in the plan. No, he's like, at the, he said, he's a bubble guy at the end. Crazy. They'll either cut him or move him for a pack of cigarettes and a uh, Captain Crunch. Think about who they could have gotten at wide receiver in that draft. Who? Yeah. Who? What do you mean, who? I'm, I'm asking you who. Wasn't it Justin Jefferson? Who, who is it? That, who am I thinking of that, that no, went Justin after? Jefferson. No, 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 you're right. It's two years before that. There was someone that went after him, I thought, that was like – I don't know. See, now you're going to make me look it well, up. Well, you just threw it out there. I know, but you're supposed to. You're the football guy. You're supposed I know, to know but I'm not things. prepared for. I'm like, who? <sighs> well, maybe our next guest will know. We go from one Patriots, former Patriots quarterback, to another. And we'll tell you how surprised Tom Brady's predecessor, predecessor on, in man. New England is. You're messing with me. You can't spit it out. That Tom is still playing. Tom. Keep playing. My goodness. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM. Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. 
Do you pick the music? Like, how come every song you're jamming out to? Like, who is no, the DJ? Yeah. No, that's yeah, just no, our dudes Yates. on the other end. Yates oh, okay. is on the ones and twos. One of, one of, and on Friday, he knows it's R&B. Yeah. Shout out to the DJ. Yeah. He can vibe out, too. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, one uh, bounce arounds, you know. Yates might do TV one day. This the next day. He, he Multitasking for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the producers on the show does a great job. Right now, we bring in another former Patriots quarterback, Drew Bledsoe, Super Bowl champion, four-time Pro Bowler. And somehow survived time as a teammate with Keyshawn Johnson. Drew, good morning. How you doing? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> What's happening? Good morning, guys. How's it going? What's happening, Drew? Long time, man. It's been too long, Key, man. It's good to hear your voice, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, man, we had some fun down there in Dallas. I wish that had been longer, man. It seemed like it, we had a thing going there for a minute. No, we tried to. We tried well, to get let, it cranking. Let's go back to Dallas. Let's go back in time, Drew, shall we? Um, <laughs> let's go back to Dateline October 9th, 2005, Irving, Texas. Keyshawn Johnson, he was thrown the darn ball, but he didn't like what Drew Bledsoe said to him after coughing it up. Bledsoe and Johnson engaged well, in a no, he was, sideline no, exchange he was, he was, during the third all, quarter. And Keyshawn yeah, says that, after the that, game, Keyshawn, <laughs> he said, we're Keyshawn not mad at each other mad because he dropped the ball. No. Keyshawn, you we dropped the ball. Answers, oh, we need answers, Drew. We need answers. That's not what, what happened. happened. So what happened? What happened? Well, I, I, let me. Uh, so, this uh, is the time. This we happened uh, after John. This is according to now the story from the day. The official report of the day said that Johnson fumbled when Lito Shepard rammed his helmet squarely on the ball. Phrasing. Uh, Sheldon Brown recovered the fumble, returned it 80 yards for the Eagles. Of course, only touchdown. You guys did win the game. I know. But you we, had, we kicked yeah, the some side out of Philly that game. Well, we were there. beating the crap out of Philadelphia that game. It was 33 to 10. And bump the story. Yeah. We got well, the people. So I, I will – so I will tell you the truth. The truth. The truth of the matter is this: is that I threw the ball late, uh, and so you know I was pissed at myself, and so I decided I'd yell at Keyshawn to make it look like you know it was all his fault. Keyshawn, is this uh, accurate? I, I threw it late. I threw it late, and that's why he got hit. And then, uh, and then obviously, I mean, you know, anybody that's ever watched me play, you know, I'm not going to make that tackle. So you know, I also didn't want to get caught on film trying to run down a defensive back because that never ever looks good. No, it was it was Drew kind of threw it. He he was trying to protect me at the same time. Like he throws it a little late, sort of kind of behind me. It was it was a squatting corner, but I saw the corner the whole way, and I'm like, don't throw it. But Drew he needed. I was his outlet, mm-hmm. so he throws it. Shepard puts his helmet right on the ball. The ball pops up in the air. So essentially, it's credited an interception to Drew and not a fumble to me. So. I'm sitting there, and I'm chasing Lito down. I'm mad. And then we get on the sideline, and then it just becomes a little Did did we get the box score? Do we know if it was officially credited as a fumble or an interception? I think it was a fumble. They gave it to me as a fumble. But that's okay. Okay. Well, Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. I lobbied hard hard for that. I love But, you know, I will will tell you, like, one of the the things that was great, though, playing with with Keyshawn, and I think that we had a great relationship this way, even though it was just a short time, we barked at each other for about 30 seconds, and then it was over, and that was it. And we were right back to work, and great respect for each other, and uh, had a lot of fun. But, you know, that's part, of, that's part of playing the game. You know, it's a competitive game with emotional people, and sometimes you gotta, sometimes those emotions jump up, and that's not a negative thing, man. It's usually a positive thing because, shoot, man, Keyshawn, if I ever stopped yelling uh, at you, then you would think I didn't care, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's but, the worst thing that could happen, right? But the one guy that both of us – 
let Bark Addis was Bill Parcells. Yeah, and Parcells, that's what I was going to say. Parcells, who, again, he coached you with the Jets. He coached Drew with the Patriots before, so he knew both of you well. And you're all reunited in Dallas. He said, I got two high-strung players. That's it. Yeah. That's how he looked at it. Oh, it was I, fun, he probably though. loved it. He, it was fun. Drew, Drew can it. I ask you a quick question? Before I know we got some topics, but this is Sam Macho. What made Keyshawn so good? So I'll tell you the truth because people ask me about Keyshawn a lot. Keyshawn was a little bit frustrating in training camp because you didn't get full Keyshawn until the lights went on, right? And and so, you know, but then once the lights went on, yeah, first of all, Keyshawn, very, he was a very, very smart football player. And second, he was willing to do the stuff that not very many people are willing to do. He was a great blocker. He would go across the middle and, take, and sacrifice his body to make the tough catch. Uh, but we, you know, we, we could talk kind of next level football and he understood what we were trying to do. I remember the, uh, the, the game winner you caught in our first game together against the chargers key and came to the sidelines and like, Hey, we got this. I'm gonna give you a little back shoulder fade. And, uh, you know, we could talk football at a high level. Uh, but he was fun to play with, man. When those lights went on, it was, it was go time. And he was a guy that you could always, always rely on to, to, uh, to be there, you know, in crunch time, that time when, you know, some guys go away and hide. That's when uh, that's when Key was was really ready to shine. And uh, it's fun when you know you got a guy you can rely on in those kinds of situations. Key, was it? Did you feel that way? Did you say, "Man, when the lights are on, that's when I shine the most"? Or was it more like, "Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing every game"? But it seemed like big moments. You always stepped up. Is that your like? What was your mentality there? Well, when you when when see, I never really outside of any test of Verde and, and Ray Lucas for a short time. Obviously, I won the Super Bowl with Brad. But in terms of just talented quarterbacks like drew and Vinny were like the only two I ever had in my entire career. That was like, like if I had Bledsoe early in my career, both him and I would be wearing a yellow two jacket. Number one overall pick for sure. But I didn't get that. So I had to bounce around and get all the quarterbacks I could. It just was a mentality where you, like drew said, when I know that you with me, I'm riding with you full, no matter what the case is, I'm going to do whatever it takes for us to win. And, that was just me. If if you needed me to – sometime I would go in games and might not touch the ball for three quarters, but I was going to eventually hurt you and get you because I knew that my team and my teammates needed me and they were not going to go away from me because I was an important part of what we were trying to do. All right, well, enough of uh, this is your life, Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> Let's get to Drew Bledsoe on the Goodyear hotline. So, Drew, I got to ask you, of course, a Patriots question about what they've got going on in their quarterback situation right now. Cam Newton is, as Bill Belichick has said, he is the starter. He's the guy they're going with. But did you see, did you happen to see anything last night at a Mac Jones or anything that you know about that situation that would tell you that he might have a chance to get that job sooner rather than later? Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how that's going to shake out, but I was impressed with Mac in his first game. He looked like he had good command of the offense, um, you know, made some, uh, made some nice throws under pressure. I just kind of watched it in passing. I wasn't really studying it, but, um, but no, he looks like he, you know, deserved to get drafted where he got drafted and everything I'm hearing out of their camp is that he's an extremely hardworking guy. Uh, but I think it's a really good scenario for him to get in there and learn from an NFL MVP. Uh, and I really do uh, hope uh, based on everything I know about Cam, I really hope that uh, that they give him, you know, this season at least uh, to go, you know, get back to what, you know, he can do, you know, last year. And honestly, it was part of the reason that Tommy, you know, <laughs> left and went down to Tampa. Uh, outside of the fact that, you know, that's just what old people in New England do. They retire to Florida. But, 
but he, uh, but Tommy, part of the reason that I think that he was looking to get out of there, he, he saw that that cupboard was going to be kind of bare, uh, and that's what it was for Cam last year. So I really hope that they give him a shot with a full complement of weapons uh, to really show what he can do this year. And that's a great situation for Mac to learn from somebody great that uh, uh, has been there. And it sounds like uh, sounds like Cam's been a pretty open book for him and, and has a lot of respect for him. So it seems like it's a good situation for both of those guys. Enough football talk, talk, Drew. I don't care about that. I care about double back your wine. And I want to know what cheese do I get, what should I get to go with double back? <laughs> well, you know, there's only one answer for that, Keyshawn. That's the Cougar Gold from Pullman, Washington. That Washington State Cougar Gold cheese, and and you know the cool, th- but the best thing you can do with that stuff. I know you're never going to buy it because you never you would never support the Cougs. I get that, but but if you ever did buy this fantastic cheese from up there in Pullman, Washington, if you can make yourself put it in the back of the refrigerator for like two years, the cheese actually ages like wine ages, and it gets better and better over uh, years. So if you can. You know, maybe you could get some Cougar Gold cheese and you could just tear the label off of it so nobody would know that you're actually supporting the Cougs uh, up there. But uh, but the Cougar Gold uh, white chatter is, is great stuff. How How's the wine, how's the wine business going for you? Because, you know, I was in it for a minute and got out of it. And you probably didn't even know this, but the, 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 the uh, property that you purchased in Echo, Oregon several years ago uh, up at the vineyard, I was a partner in that. And you probably didn't even know that. I did know that. As a matter of fact, you were did working you? with Jay Bales, who bought okay. that. Bought that. Uh, that. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, and. Uh, and by the way, is there a more country name than Jay Bales? I was thinking about that uh, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. I mean. I mean, if you're out there listening and your last name is Bales, you grew up in the country. You might be living <laughs> in the city now, but your family is from the country. If your last name is Bales. Um, um, but no, I no that. Uh, the 19 brand. I yeah. remember that. Yep. And, uh, uh, yeah, no, that was a vineyard that we bought and planted back in the day. And I remember I, I tried to, I don't know, we, I think we tried to connect the dots there for a minute and talk about it a little bit. But, no, the wine business is good. You know, like this last couple of years, you know, has been absolutely uh, crazy. And I don't know if it's a good thing to say about our society, but uh, people drink a lot when they're stuck at home. And so the wine business was actually quite good. Uh, over the past year, um, and uh, you know, I think we're we're perfectly positioned. If it's gonna if it's gonna stay warm like it is, uh, you know, everything's got to go north uh, in order to make uh, to still make great wine. So, you know, I got to you know, it's key. It's exactly like when we were playing, right? You know, I was I'm, you know quarterback. I was pretty good at what I did, but I was all it was all about the team that I had around me uh, that was going to allow you know us to succeed or fail. And, and I've got a, a championship team working for us now. Uh, we've got our own vineyard crew now. We, like we actually farm for ourselves, and, um, so we control everything from the dirt all the way through the glass. And uh, the team is just shining. I was just sipping on our 2019, which will get bottled. Actually, start. I think we start bottling tomorrow, uh, the 19 vintage, and uh, I think it's probably going to be our best one yet. So we're still getting better, and uh, the business is good, and, and we're having a lot of fun with it. Okay. All right. uh, when 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 you want to send the case, be sure to the studio anytime you want to, Drew. We're, all of us here, wine drinkers. Yeah, that's a, that. that's a very that's a very easy process. It's doubleback.com. <laughs> visa number, <laughs> and that, and once you enter your visa number, that that wine will magically show up on your doorstep. That's how that it's, works. It's, what it's, visa number should we enter? You got yeah. it number for us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. No, get Keyshawn's. I, I think Keyshawn has a wallet. No, I, I believe he's the guy that's supposedly Keyshawn has a wallet somewhere. 
He's the yeah. He's the one already you know bougie as he is bragging about you know you know that is that was my property you bought. So if he's throwing it out there, he should be the one. It's that just facts, man. He delivers just facts. the wine. Drew, I'm gonna. I'm for sure. I'm for sure gonna get my wife to uh, to order us a case up and send it to our house in California for sure. You know, you know what you got. What you got to do is you got to bring her up to Walla Walla Key and uh, let us uh, let us show you around up there. You know, but you know, I know you, I know you're a big city guy. You know all this stuff, but I got to show you my little town of Walla Walla. It's pretty cool, man. It's uh, you know, it's a little farm town, but there are 150 wineries and uh, the restaurants have followed. The restaurant scene is solid, uh, but people still drive around in pickup trucks and have dirt on their boots. So you know, it's a, it's a pretty cool place to be right now. Okay, that sounds amazing. Absolutely does, Drew. Thanks so much for the time. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate you. All right, Drew. Keep in touch, Key, man. It'd be great to see you again, man. It's been way too long, buddy. Okay. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. Can I mess with your vibe a little bit and give you a little complaint department? Yes, complaint <clears throat> department here, line five. All right, we'll only give you one, <clears throat> excuse me, because you don't have a lot of time. This is from Travis. He said, um, I would expect a list. This is your quarterback list. You did one through Tannehill. You got uh-huh. to, you got to thir- 13 yeah. where Tannehill was. And he said, I would expect a list like this to come from a person that only played fantasy football once in like 2012 and now has a tattoo to show off his last place finish. Not a former player in the NFL. <laughs> Don't just say former player, former first overall pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, that's what Travis said. Let's on grab one call as fast as we can. Spin it. Line three. You sure look good tonight. Line three. Line two. Oh, man. Roll it. Line one. Line three. And somebody. Somebody want to be on here? Line two. Line one. You sure look good tonight. Line one. Line one. Line two. There he is. What's Quickly, up? you got like 10 seconds. Hey, how y'all doing? What's happening, man? Hey, how you think all my parents are going to be, man? Because Chris McCaffrey back now, and he's feeling good. And one more thing, who the best between Andre Johnson and Michael Irvin, wide receiver? Have a blessed day. Michael Michael Thomas is the best. That's what I think he said. Sam Darnold. 
It's going to be very important in Carolina, no doubt about it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.